Is this something you've heard or said in the last little bit or ever? Hi there. I'm glad to see you're using your time well on a Sunday by reading The Life of the Little Flower. This is all about my Catholic faith, episode 18, The Second and Third Commandments of God. By the time a Catholic enters adulthood, they are more likely today than ever to stop following their Catholic faith. We must work together to turn this around. Do you find it difficult to find time to teach your children the faith? Is it hard to find the right way to teach your children the faith? Are you ready to take more responsibility to help the children you know prepare for eternal life in heaven? You've come to the right place, and I'm here to help. This is All About My Catholic Faith, a podcast series to help you learn your faith and inspire you to better share the faith with those you love. And now, it's time for All About My Catholic Faith. In our last lesson last week, we talked about honoring the saints. And in that lesson, if you remember, we learned the difference between worshiping God and honoring the saints. In today's lesson, we're going to jump back into the Ten Commandments. Today, we're going to talk about the second and third commandments of God. The second commandment of God is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And the third commandment of God is, to remember to keep holy the Lord's day. So let's start off today like we always do with a few questions for you to think about during this lesson. And I hope that uh, you will think about these answers as we go through and hopefully you'll pick the answers up um, during the lesson. So the first question is how can we honor God's name? The second question is how can we keep Sunday holy? And how exactly did the Lord Jesus keep the Sabbath holy? I'd like to start off this lesson like we do uh, many of the other lessons, and that's to get right into a a reading from the Holy Bible. So our first reading is going to be from St. Luke's Gospel. It's going to be from chapter 4, and it's going to be verses 15 and 16, and then also verses 31 and 32. He came down to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and went, according to his custom, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read. Jesus then went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching because he spoke of authority. All right, so in that reading, we hear about Jesus going to the synagogue and preaching and teaching on the Sabbath day. The Jewish people had one great temple, and that temple was in the city of Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, Sacrifices were offered on the great feast throughout the year, and every Jewish person was expected to go to Jerusalem during the year sometime. And if they could not make it to the great temple throughout the year, they were surely expected to go there during the great feast of the Passover. And during the rest of the year, the Jewish people would worship God in their own synagogue. Every city, every village, and every town had at least one synagogue. In the synagogue, the people would get together to preach and sing hymns, 
and learn all about God's teachings and His commandments. You see, the Ten Commandments were part of the Jewish faith, just like they are with us today. The people back then learned primarily from each other and also from their rabbis. And the rabbis were the official teachers at the synagogue. Jesus was a Jewish person. He most definitely went to the synagogue all the time with his family and perhaps by himself since he lived in a small town. At the synagogue, he preached and learned about God. After Jesus reached about 30 years old, he really began to do the work for which he came to earth. Jesus began teaching about God the Father, and he went from place to place, from town to town and village to village to preach about his Father, God. Now, since the Jewish Sabbath was on a Saturday, you might be asking yourself that since the Sabbath was on a Saturday and Jesus was a Jew, then why in the world do we worship God on Sunday in the Christian faith? Well, that's a very good question. So if you had that in your mind, I'm glad that you were thinking about it. And the reason that we go to Mass and worship God on Sunday is that Jesus gave the apostles the authority to change the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. And the reason they changed it was simply because Sunday was the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And this change was made to remember the day of his resurrection, which was, of course, Easter Sunday. And it was also because other special days in the church happened on Sunday. And another special day in the church's history was when the Holy Spirit came to the apostles after Jesus had ascended to heaven. As Catholic Christians, you and I are expected to worship God by taking part in the Holy Mass. And you're expected to take part in the Mass by paying attention to what's going on, by praying, and really learning about God. And by going to Mass, you're living the third commandment, and that's to keep holy the Lord's Day. Remember, the Lord's Day is Sunday, which is the Christian Sabbath. So let's read out loud the Lord's Prayer, which is also called the Our Father. You probably know it, but just in case, we're just going to read it because it's a great little prayer. And it goes like this, of course. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So in this prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, it says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed, just in case you don't know, is another word for holy. The second commandment again says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. The third commandment is keep holy the Lord's day. So by praying the Our Father prayer, we are reminded to keep holy the Lord's day and that God the Father's name should only be spoken in a holy way. We shouldn't use his name by cursing others or by using it otherwise in bad ways. And we should only use God's name in good and holy ways. Again, the second commandment is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And you may be tempted to say bad words using Jesus' name or God's name, and you may have heard many other people do the same. However, please remember that Jesus' name and God's name are holy, 
and they should only be used in holy and good ways. You know, we're really expected by the second commandment to always speak of God with reverence. Reverence means giving special honor when we are talking about God or using his name. I think I mentioned cursing there, and so you might be asking, what is cursing exactly? When you say bad things about other people or to other people and you use those bad words, that is cursing. People say bad things about other people all the time, unfortunately. And if the person that is saying those things really, truly thinks about what they are saying, they'd realize that they're actually calling down evil to come to that person. Now, the third commandment is to keep holy the Lord's Day. And we know that Jesus kept holy the Lord's Day, which was the Sabbath. And the apostles, again, changed that to Sunday. And that is the day that we now need to keep holy. By the third commandment, we are also expected to keep holy the Lord's Day, like I just said, which means that we should pray and go to Mass on Sunday and not do anything that's really hard work on a Sunday. We should rest and pray and concentrate and focus during Sunday on our prayer life and becoming closer with God as much as possible. There are some people who have to work on Sunday, such as doctors and people that we really need on Sunday. You know, gas station attendants. Well, there's not really too many gas stations attendants anymore, but you know what I mean. And of course, it's not bad for them to work on Sunday because we really need them and they're there for the good of society. But anyone who has a chance to take Sunday off would certainly benefit from doing so in many ways. So I'd like to read a little bit more from the Bible for you, and this reading is going to be from the Gospel of St. Matthew, and it's going to be from chapter 5 and verses 33 through 37. It's going to talk about swearing and using curse words. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all. Not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. Let's keep going with another reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, and this is also going to be from chapter 5, and it's going to be verses 21 through 24. And in this reading, we'll read about what Jesus said about cursing or wishing evil on another person. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. 
We just have one more reading to do, so let's read from the Gospel of St. Matthew again. This is going to be from chapter 21, and it's going to be verses 12 and 13. And this is about what Jesus said to those who didn't show proper respect in the temple. Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those engaged in selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of thieves. So I hope that you heard and learned some very informative things there from our Bible readings, and I also hope that you enjoyed them. So after a few of those Bible readings and hearing about the second and third commandments, I'm wondering if you have any questions for me. Was the synagogue a Jewish place of worship? Yes, it was the place where the Jewish people went to worship and to pray to God and to learn about God. Did Jesus ever go to the synagogue? Good question, and absolutely. Jesus was a very good and faithful Jewish person, and he followed the Jewish laws, and he went to the synagogue all the time, as he was supposed to. Was Saturday ever the Lord's Day? Well, it wasn't actually known as the Lord's Day, but Saturday was known as the Sabbath in the Jewish faith, and this was the day that the Jewish people were to honor and pray and worship God in the synagogue or in the temple. Do we have to go to Mass on Sunday? Yes, we do, because now the Lord's Day has been changed. It was the Sabbath, and now it's known as the Lord's Day. And, of course, again, it was changed to Sunday by the apostles right after Jesus died and rose from the dead. If we are to honor the commandment to keep holy the Lord's Day, then we must do our duty and attend Mass on Sunday and Holy Days of Obligation. We must go to worship and pray together as a church community at Mass. Is all work permitted on Sunday? Well, work is permitted on Sunday, but only some work. Servile work is prohibited. And servile work is really hard work that you need to do with your body or your mind. And this kind of work is forbidden except in certain circumstances. Sometimes servile work is absolutely necessary for the community or for your family, such as doctors or air traffic controllers. And, you know, in those circumstances and others, servile work is not forbidden. What day did the apostles change the Sabbath to? Remember, they changed the Sabbath to Sunday from Saturday. Saturday was the Sabbath in the Jewish faith, and now in the Christian faith, it's known as the Lord's Day, and it's on Sunday. What does the second commandment tell us? The second commandment tells us to not take the name of God in vain. And this means to only use the name of God in holy and reverent ways, such as when you're praying or saying good things about God. And we should never, ever use the name of God in a derogatory or in a bad way or say bad things about God or use his name in bad ways when you talk about people or to people. What does the third commandment tell us? And the third commandment tells us to keep the Lord's Day holy. We're commanded by God in the third commandment to keep holy the Lord's Day, and that means that we need to go to Mass and participate in Mass on Sunday and Holy Days. What's the best way to worship God? You may have guessed it, or you, you may not have, but the best and most powerful ultimate way to worship God is to go to Holy Mass. 
and make sure you are going to Holy Mass every Sunday and more often if possible. You know, Catholic churches have daily Masses every, every day. Most of them do. And going to Mass is not only a commandment of God, but it's also very, very good for your soul in order for it to be enriched and to help you make it to heaven. In our next lesson that we're going to have next week, we will continue to talk about the Ten Commandments. And as you go through this next week, remember that Sunday's coming up, of course, if you're listening to this before Sunday, and make sure you go to Mass. Do more than you normally would do this Sunday for God or for other people. Say God bless you to somebody, say an extra prayer for somebody, or read something from the Bible or something about the saints. There are links to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the Holy Bible, and other helpful links on our website, allaboutmycatholicfaith.com. I really thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast series. I hope you'll take time to share this podcast with those you love and care for. You can also help our efforts by becoming a supporter of this podcast. It's easy to do. Just click the link that's at the end of the podcast notes or on our website, allaboutmycatholicfaith.com. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast directory. And if you like this podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review so we can get this message to more people. Until next time. Please pray for me, and I'll pray for you. God bless you, and goodbye. All About My Catholic Faith is a 2CJs production.